0: It looked, I guess, technically speaking. Uh, where was it he at? On the train. I swear.
1: Was, was it like a satchel or was it a purse?
0: It wasn't a satchel. It was a. It was a huge freaking purse. It looked like a Mary Poppins bag, but it was leather. It was huge. Did you ask a where it? No. <laughs> it
1: wasn't a shopping bag. It was a full-on woman's purse.
0: Yeah. Hmm. At least if it if it was something other than what it looked like, it looked like a woman's purse. Like a nope. big, old, huge, not very decorative leather woman's purse.
1: If you had one guess of what was inside, what would you think it would be?
0: Um, probably his laptop. Um, possibly some headphones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On that wow. note, I guess we're ready to start. <laughs> Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get
2: started.
3: Hey everyone, what's up? Wasabi. <laughs> you guys remember that?
0: Wasabi. 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 What's up? vaguely familiar. What is that?
3: And they used to do those Bud Light commercials where they all ah, screamed, what what's up? That's what it was. And then they, somehow it transformed into wasabi.
1: Did you guys see Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. When uh, what's-his-name pulls up in his brown van and he's like, what's up? Oh, yeah. and they're right. like, And he's like, don't you guys remember that commercial?
0: <laughs> oh, is that what he was called? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny.
3: Anyway, we're back for another episode of the RGRT podcast. Um, and we've already... well. We have bells going off in the background. Anyway, I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with Dustin. Uh, Hola, amigo. And John.
0: What's up? (laughs)
3: Um, And we're back.
0: Sweet. John, what'd what you do? I played some frisbee golf with Dustin. Um, Why do you always let him
1: go first? Because then he takes all the good stuff.
0: Dustin, what'd you do?
1: Play some gris- frisbee golf, John.
3: Who <laughs> <laughs> <It> won? <laughs>
1: I did. Well, see, the problem is, is I consulted the magic eight ball first.
3: <laughs> the
0: eight so ball that didn't I, So then I
1: lost. If I wouldn't have consulted the magic eight ball, I would have won.
0: The magic eight ball got in his head. Why? What, what did you consult the magic eight ball? Here's about? the funny thing, though, Scott. Before you ask that question, he said, I, "Am I going to beat John today?" And the eight ball's like, "Not likely, dude." And then he's like, oh, "This sucks." So he changed the question. He's like, "Will John play like crap?" And it said something again, like, "Nope." And then he said,
1: "No." It went on the crap. It said, "Outcome unknown." It didn't know.
0: And then he's like, "Do I have a huge Johnson?" And it was like, <laughs> that is "Yes." What I said. And so so it was it was consistently you know you're helpful.
1: so full of crap. The next one I said is John gonna end up in the creek.
0: That's right. That's and what it, <laughs> it
1: said, not likely. And I said, well, John's Frisbee ended up in the creek. And it said, not likely. Well, guess whose Frisbee ended up in the creek? Mine.
3: Dustin's. Yeah. Well, you didn't <laughs> ask it that.
1: I, well, I did. I know. It, it jinxed me.
3: I thought, I thought you were going to tell me how it was wrong. It sounds like it no, got everything 100% right. Exactly. And that,
0: so I think it got in his head. And the outcome, and it was right. The outcome was correct. I did win. See, by asking the
3: questions and using the power of the giant magic eight ball, you had you predetermined the
0: outcome. Crazy thing was though, predestiny. We we both did decent, and um, they changed the basket on ten. You know, the first throw on the on the back nine. Yeah, they raised it like. He's
1: up. like, yeah. They in ra- his head. He's like, I have no idea what he's talking no, about. I know which
0: one it is? Yeah. It's around that bend, and it's uh-huh. kind of low, and you can't sure. really see it, and you don't have to throw it very far. Yeah, that one. Well, they raised it about eight feet.
1: So you have to reach into the basket.
0: Yeah, I can barely get my disc out. It's high. So if I took my Why kids to that? play
1: and they threw it in the basket, they wouldn't be able to get their discs out of the basket.
0: Why'd they do that? They do it for <coughs> fun. Challenge. There's a couple
1: of baskets we've played at that have been like that.
0: And hmm. we, we both birdied it, so that was awesome.
1: And not just easy birdies either. No, Those were like were challenging hard. birdies.
0: Yours was harder than mine, and they were both challenging. Um, Dustin was actually almost on the box for eleven, So if you know where that is, you know that that's a pretty challenging birdie from, yeah. from that spot.
1: Clear on the path.
0: Yeah. So, almost on the path. I was on the other side of the path, actually. Um, so now we talked about Frisbee golf. Is it your turn or my turn? <laughs> you can go. Um, so I ripped up my front garden bed. I've been needing to do that for a while. The one and on your curb? No. the or one, the one that's by your house? The one by my house. Um, I needed to rip that up so that I could whoo, change the sprinklers, um, and change the way that they're designed around the house. And so that's done. I still have a stump that I need to remove from a tree that I removed that I think is its roots grew around the sprinkler pipe. So that's going to be crazy. Um, and so, anyway, I got that started pretty, pretty happy it. with that. I can't, it's literally a foot away from my house. I want to burn it so bad, but it's a foot away from my house and I'm concerned about the eaves and uh, it's just too close. Not going to do yeah. it. So, um, and then I finally. I finally got some water storage moved to my garage per Dustin's recommendation. Um, so that's nice. So I've been a busy little beaver. Did you build a dam? I didn't build a dam. Why not? I didn't. That's what beavers I do. Didn't need a dam. Well, then you weren't a beaver. Not a very good dam beaver. Correct. You're a horrible beaver. Hmm. I'm a horrible damn beaver. You are a horrible <laughs> damn beaver.
1: You smell like a horrible damn beaver, too.
0: <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, that's what I did. That's what you did? I don't, what? don't what? think I saw any movies or anything. Played some Destiny. I don't think I did anything else.
3: We know you played Destiny. You haven't touched that. <laughs> Dustin, what would you
1: do? Uh, we're in full move Hannah to the St. George mode, so...
3: Well, how's that going? Did she move yet?
1: Um, no. Next week. I take her down on Tuesday.
3: Next Tuesday?
1: Yep, a week from yeah, two days ago.
3: And you drop her off and leave her there?
1: No, so um it so first we weren't supposed to take her down till next Friday, so we had a week from tomorrow. Um, but then she decided to take a pre semester class. So she has a class on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. From eight to four every day. So she's going to bang out one whole class three days before school starts.
3: Wow, that's overachiever right there.
1: And then she applied for this trio program uh, down at Dixie. And she got accepted into the program. And so now she has to go to an orientation on two. Well, she has to go to an orientation that week. But since she's in class those three days, now we have to go down Tuesday So she can go to this orientation for this trio program. What's and, that? Um there's a couple of things that you can do to get into it um and hopefully it will lead to a scholarship. But uh they'll probably also put her to work on the campus uh as like a math tutor or something else. So uh it, it's kind of a it's kind of a a student advisor on steroids I guess. It's like a amped up program cool. for, for kids.
3: Didn't you tell her that the first year she's kind of supposed to take it easy because she has to get her feet underneath her first? It sounds like she's jumping in.
1: Well, so that's why she's taking the pre-semester class. She's banging that up first, so she has a lighter load during the semester year. Oh. So So um, she'll actually only be taking 15 credit hours, I think, during the only semester. Only 15? Well, to keep her scholarship, she has to take... Uh, I think, 17 credit hours.
3: Oh. Why? That's just the rule. Maybe credit hours are different from when I was going to school, but 15 was a ton when I was doing it.
0: Well, it's f- still a ton.
1: 15 is an average workload. 12 loads, is full. But she has an academic scholarship, so she has to keep... She has to keep seven. I think it's 17. Maybe it's 15, and she's going to carry 13 during the semester. I
0: guess their idea is... That if you don't have to work because the academic scholarship that you can take a few more classes, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I can't remember it. It might she might be just be taking 13 credit hours during the semester and she's taking two because I think she originally had 17 or 18 credit hours. And then they advised her to drop a class. So she dropped a dance class. And then I think she, that left her with fifteen, and she's taking two for the pre semester, so she only has to take thirteen during the semester. Oh. She's getting so two credit
3: class in in three days.
1: Yeah, three. Wow. She will have to go to that class four times during the semester, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a scheduled time, so she won't have she can do it on her time, but it has mm. to be during the semester four separate times
0: and, and that's cool. remember that a three credit hour class just means three hours a week so if they take a, th- a three or two credit hour class that would be two hours a week over what 12 weeks so um 24 total hours for the class so if they have a class that's eight hours a day for three days it's technically the yeah. same and number she's
1: taking hours. she's taking three classes or three days eight hours it's going to be wow. rough. So I'm going to sit in my office and telecommute. Or I'm going to not sit my I'm going to sit down there in St. George for two days and telecommute. And I'm going to take two days off. So,
3: well, what are you going to do when she's in class? Telecommute. I'm going to work. And I won't what have What are you going to do when she's not in class? Hardy.
1: Well, Party. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have a car to go anywhere because she's going to need the car to go to class.
3: You're just going to go hang out at the union building and play some ping pong and some pool? And No, I'm going like to sit in the condo. Yeah. I'm
1: going to sit in our condo that we're staying in, and I'm going to no. work.
3: Naked hot tub? No you're, naked hot tub. You're going to be in the union building bowling I'm all not, day long. I'm not going to the school. Why would I go to the school? So you can go hang out. There With a bunch go. of
1: kids like half my age, more than yeah, half my age. right.
3: Relive
0: your past, dude. Show them how to do it. When this I was in school, let me show you what we did. Let me show you what a real dunk is. Oh, oh my gosh. My <laughs> Back God.
1: in my no. day. Let's yeah. skip class and go party. Yeah, go to the arcade, play some pinball. <laughs> Let's totally. go down to the top stop and find a pinball
0: machine. Totally what you're doing. So there's this kid named Tyrell in my school, and I took Otto. And he was just this real bubbly guy, real happy guy. And he's like, "Dude, let's uh, let's uh, go to Auto and go for a ride in my truck." And it's a, it was an old pickup truck. I don't know what it was anymore. I can't actually remember, but it was pretty old. Um, and we would go out and do donuts in the field, and just have a blast. And he's hooping and hollering. He was a fun guy. Which field? I'm not. It's too close to home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just wondering where that came from. It's like squirrel.
0: Well, I was just thinking about glory days in high school and college, and going out and partying. And I just remember this kid. He was, he was, uh, he came into my life quickly. He was really funny and crazy, and then he departed my life quickly. (laughs) He just burned bright. Yeah. Fast, yeah, and he's hot, oh. and hard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are
0: we still talking about my buddy in high school? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, he was so a blinding boy. light in your life for a short period of time. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was cool. <laughs> nice. It'd be funny if you listened to the podcast. That'd be such a crazy... If you'd give content. him a card. I don't know him. I mean, I don't know where he's at. If you'd reconnect with him on Facebook. I don't know his last name. Well, he what, can I just know first How many Tyrells rails from West
1: Jordan can there be?
0: Uh, maybe you could help me find them. Don't you have a yearbook? I do. I could look at that. I think I do. If I don't, my wife does. Well, there you go. Oh, he won't show up in hers because I think he's a grade older than me, and I and I was three grades um, or three years ahead of Elizabeth, and he was a year ahead of me. That's what I meant by grades. Year. Oops. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. Sorry. it's thing.
1: <coughs> I was bachelor all week, too. What? I was bachelor all week, too. Where was... It? Some of my kids were at girls' camp. Sid wants to go hang out at grandma's house. She doesn't want anything to do with her dad. Hannah works, so... I was kind of bacheloring it up, which was kind of nice, too. Where was Erica? Girls' camp.
3: Oh, she went up there and stayed? Yeah. Wow. Did you smoke anything?
1: Um... I had smoked something over the weekend, some pork, glue? pork chops and steaks. Oh, so I ate, those? I ate those through the week.
3: Do steaks smoke well? Yeah, they're okay. good. I keep thinking I want to try it, but... The
1: pork chops really were good. Like the pork... I had pork chops last night. Pork just soaks up that smoke. Mm. The beef... Well, I also did them on the pellet grill, so they're not as smoky.
3: How long does it take to do a steak on a smoker?
1: Uh, are you cook? What temperature are you cooking it at?
3: I don't know what temperature should I cook it at.
1: Well, I smoked them for two at uh, two f- twenty five for forty five minutes. That's it. And then I bar- uh, Then I turned the heat up to four fifty and finished them till Put they were some on them.
3: Yeah, nice. I'm gonna try that now.
1: They're pretty good. Awesome. Cool. What did you do, Scott?
3: Um, so Ethan has now. He, he's been on a comp soccer team, right? for a while now but he is now taking on a comp basketball team as well so he's got
1: so he monday
3: tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday
1: i was gonna say he essentially became two kids
3: every single day of the week but sunday he has something going on sports wise how long till he can drive (laughs) not soon enough
1: can he is anything close
3: like is the basketball gene fulmer uh they are actually practicing at a local um religious building at a church the, okay at a church <laughs> <laughs> it's a religious to our building house. can he ride his, can he ride his bike there <laughs> no it's probably too far i mean he could it's it's up on 3200 um Right now it's
1: pretty hot to ride yeah. your bike go play basketball and then ride home anyways
3: so and then his practice is fairly close as well so it's not like it's a you know we're driving him to out to draper or anything for but
1: are you this, still helping out with the soccer team
3: no I not not this year
1: so you just drive him and drop him
3: I just drive I used to so we used to do a little carpool where I just have to drop him off and then one of the other parents brought him home but that was when they were clear out practicing at Riverton high school mm. now they practice much closer so I just drop him off and pick him up But, yeah, so that's what I do every night now. Sounds like a good time. Pick up and drop off from past
0: practice and games. I don't know if I could handle that. Does that make me a bad parent? Yes. Yes.
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let us think about it. Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm what is there to handle, John? She's not doing that. It's like You're going to totally do that, dude. I drive past the f- the Westvale field every day, you know, coming home, and there are always those lacrosse and football and soccer players. And I just see the parents sitting under an umbrella for hours. It's fun to watch your kids. Not doing that. Fun. So I don't go hang out at practice, usually. I mean, I have some off? time. I just drop them off and then go back and pick them up. How um, far away is practice, though? I mean, sometimes it's so not even worth it to drive turn Well, yeah. So that's why those people
1: sit on the side during practice.
3: Wow, right. It's not worth the... I see. When I was practicing at Riverton High School, it was... I used to go there a lot more because, you know, that's 20 minutes out and 20 minutes back. By the time i drive it there and back, I spent an hour and a half driving, so I used to go stay. But now that it's fairly close, it's... It's exactly. good for
1: your kids to go do those things too. It teaches them responsibility teaches them teamwork te- builds social skills. You want those for your kids so you do it
0: well oh, that's why that's why i uh registered Jonah in the n r a and uh <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> seriously. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> Beep that out, uh, Frost. Uh, we can't stand it on here. So, That's so so I registered political.
0: him for the NRA, and I also make sure that he plays video games for 14 hours a day. <laughs> Very good. Build his social skills, and
3: <laughs> you let him chat with people when he's playing video exactly. games.
0: Exactly.
1: That's kind of a good segue right into our topic.
3: What is our topic today?
1: Um. Has everybody seen the movie Ready Player One? Here's your disclaimer. If you haven't seen Ready Player One or if you haven't read the book, this is probably more related to the book than it is to the movie because I don't think the movie followed very good. But anyways, if you don't want to be spoiled, take this 19 minutes that we've talked so far and just go ahead and turn it off now. Go see the movie or read the book and then start this back up at 19.45.
0: I want to be spoiled, but I don't want you to spoil the plot of the movie.
1: No, I think we're going to have to. You
0: do?
3: How much do you want to get into it? I mean, are we talking about the we movie? we got 40 minutes to fill. So. Are we talking about the movie or are we talking about the premise of the movie? Which
1: well, one? I think, I don't know. We'll see where this rabbit hole takes us. All, All right. right.
3: So what is our... So
1: the the premise of the movie or the book is that uh, society is kind of collapsed. There's no more fossil fuel. Uh, energy is really super... Costly, so there's no there's no fuel driven cars really anymore. Everything's electric, and then there's an energy crisis for electricity. So people have moved from the suburbs and they've crammed into into stacks of mobile homes and kind of created ghettos closer to where energy is more readily available. Uh, in the process of that. Uh, something is called or created called the Oasis, which is a virtual reality world that rides on top of the internet and basically takes over the internet or becomes what the internet is all about. (laughs) And it's, it's virtual reality. And since it's cheap and free access, it only costs you a quarter to sign up for account for your lifetime. That's everybody's entertainment. And so it grows big. Everything revolves around the Oasis.
0: I didn't know that. That's super interesting. Did because you read CEO, the book or just watch I the just movie? Just watch the movie, and they don't go over that at all in the movie. Yeah. So but, so you could pay $0.25, cents and all the virtual... How do they pay for the it? Is so it in-game currency? No, you have to pay for
3: time, don't you? You just need no. your account.
1: No. Well, so, I mean, you got to have an internet account, but, but there's lots of free internet. So the way that society has moved, one, the guy who created the Oasis created... It, so you could always have free access, which mm. is kind of the premise of, you know, why in the movie there's a game plot that goes where, you know, the guy who created it dies, who's the major stakeholder. And then a company, a corporate company is trying to win the prize to take over the company. And then these gunters are people that are competing to try to inherit his, his portion of the company. And so, um,
0: it's it's all does it describe how it makes money in other words yeah currency so
1: so if you think of this oasis what they call it it's huge and they build all kinds of worlds and all kinds of places sectors based on things so like you know um like you're gonna go to tatooine on this world but so from where you are to there uh, a lot of the money is made by transportation fees so To get from one place to the other, you either have to buy or build a ship, which costs money, or you have to use a transportation method, which will transport you there. That gets paid for. And then add revenue, shopping, all of those things. It becomes an e-commerce type world also. So when the guy created it, he created it so anybody could have an Oasis account, and it only cost a quarter for a lifetime account. And then... um, they have a lot of free access spots, so, you know, public access spots to the Oasis.
0: Now, your account might be free, but to buy your virtual reality kit also costs money. So you
1: had to have a virtuality console and a HAPIC visor and gloves, I guess, would be the minimum requirement, I think. But everybody got one of those if they joined the Oasis public school system. They got a free visor and gloves And then you'd have to have your own kind of laptop or console, I guess, is what they call
0: it. That's actually pretty cool. And it doesn't sound that unfeasible so far.
1: So uh, I guess that was my question is um, in the book, they talk about how virtual reality was kind of crappy. And then somebody, this guy created the Oasis and it overtook virtual reality with VR headsets. So... Um. I guess that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is how close do you think we are where you could actually be in an immersive type environment and not, you know, I guess just be stuck in in VR. Have either one of you guys done VR?
0: Yes, I I have. I haven't. I paid for... I mean, I have, but I haven't done it for a long period of time. I've done some of the... um, demos at the microsoft store beat saber man you ever played that i have and it's, awesome. it's awesome it's so fun i've watched youtube videos on it it looks fun I'm so a, i am a jedi ninja yeah i mean i see the videos it looks pretty cool
1: so here's the thing about the vr that i've done so far once you're inside the game it seems pretty easy to play like i think i feel like it's good like when i'm playing beat saber or i'm playing a game like that it's really easy to play it's 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 fine-tuned but I feel like when I'm trying to get to that menu or I'm trying to get into the game or any of that portion of it I feel like it's pretty cumbersome
0: yeah I could see that
1: and it's not just a glove I have to hold a controller still and I think that's kind of some of the problem too is those controllers aren't you know they're still rely on buttons and they rely on on the See, I don't know how you get away from
3: that because I, I know in, in the movie and in the book, they seem to have this... They could move without moving, and I never quite understood how that worked. But right? The, so you were can sit in the chair.
0: No, they were inconsistent on that because at the end of the movie, he had that little roller pad that he ran on and with the with the bungees, so I felt like they were inconsistent with that part of the show.
1: So in the book... He he only started out with haptic gloves and a headset. Right, so how so, does he move? And that's never explained in the book either. Okay. Right, and so that's the, where I
3: th- thought it fell short, was that there was no explanation on... I mean, when you're in, in the Oasis, you basically, it's kind of portrayed that what you do in the real world happens in there, but I don't know how that would work without the controller to move you so, so, here's a, Stuff like that. so here's a
1: couple of things that do happen in the book is, one, he starts out with haptic gloves and, and a headset, and then as he gets more money, he ends up getting into a suit, and right. then he's in a hamster ball that allows him to go 360. Correct. I think in the movie, he ends up on some kind of treadmill type thing. In the book, when he goes from – here's a spoiler. When he goes from uh, – when he's an indent prisoner, right – Right, and he gets released, so you don't know about this. Well, no, because actually, it's different in the movie.
0: Yeah, she's an indent prisoner, not him. So
1: he's an indent prisoner, and when he breaks out, I don't he think goes. They call
0: it indent either, but that's it. indentured servant. Indentured servant. They didn't call it that. In the movie. I know, but that's kind
3: okay.
1: of what it was. So. so when he goes from being an indent servant to breaking out, the first thing he does is he goes to a a store to buy clothes, and he buys clothes that are compatible with Oasis headsets. So it's not like having a haptic suit, but they detect body movement. So his pants and shirt he buys and they're they're there. They don't do the full haptic, but they're there to to help him with movement, I guess. So I don't know. I mean, obviously there's some kind of gesture or something which doesn't get answered in the book.
3: Yeah, that's kind of you know, how does that you know, and you go back to like a show like The Matrix, which also has virtual reality, which is just took jacked right into your brain, right? So you just think it and it happens while your body doesn't really
0: do it. I don't think so. Which one do you think we're going to end up with, The Matrix or The Oasis? You say The Matrix, but I'm thinking Total Recall. You know those um, pods that the people will sit in and then the wires go to their brain and then they check out?
3: Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Is, is, is that the future of VR where they just jack right into your brain or are you going to have to wear a suit?
0: I think you have to wear a suit. The well, only thing I'm not sure about no, 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 is no, the no.
1: emotion. Because this brings up another point. Our friend Elon Musk.
0: Oh, yeah. What's he doing right now? implant in your brain. That's He's doing true. implants.
1: And a part of that true. implant is to help people with... Features? disabilities oh. do movement. So, hey, look, I don't have an arm and I want to put a mechanical arm on my head, so now I'm going to put an implant in my head that allows me to move my hand. So maybe maybe the haptic visor w- allowed him to think I'm walking forward or something. And
0: That's true. That's possible.
1: We don't know, man. It's so far in the future.
0: The only problem is, is that they're inconsistent in the movie the way they portray it. I, I wish they would have just not ever shown...
1: Well so what I thought they could have done with the book is I think they could have made a trilogy out of it. Do you kind of feel like that?
3: In what way? You mean just lengthened it out? Yeah, because I'm sure they could have. Yeah. Because
1: it, you know, there's there's three parts to the movie. Right. The first gate and key, or the first key, the second key <coughs> with the three gates. I think they could have I think they could they have made could that have. into three movies.
3: It might have watered it down a little bit. Um I didn't feel like there was really anything missing. In the movie? Or the book.
1: I don't think there's anything missing in the book, but I think they totally... I liked the movie, too, but it definitely did not follow the book.
3: Yeah, it was way different. In fact, I've seen the movie so many times since I read the book now. um, It just keeps popping up, and I put it on and watch it. That I can't really remember the book as much anymore because the movie's kind of taken it over in my head.
0: So does that mean you like the movie better now? I never disliked the movie, but I still it's like easier the
1: to book. watch the movie than it is to read the book. But I mean, no. But I mean, I no, like but I mean do
0: you? Okay, so that's what I was asking. Do you like the movie the book better now? But still, the book. The book's better.
1: I think the book is awesome. Like I, I. So you know, over time, I get these favorite things. You know, like Back to the Future, still one of my all-time favorite movies. Back to the Future One, uh, The Matrix. Uh, Still the first one is my favorite, but, like, it's a favorite movie. Like, I could watch it a 100 times and and not worry about it. Uh, Ready Player One book is actually one of the books I really like, too. And I, I've listened to it
0: quite a few times. So what do you think it would take to provide the infrastructure for the different locations? I would imagine that in the real world, if you... I kind of view it like Minecraft servers. So if in the real world you had the um, the back to the future themed location or whatever, you would need a, a fairly substantial data center with graphics so cards. And then you would have to revenue off of the transportation fees and stuff to pay for that.
1: So here's here's one thing that they cover in the book they don't cover in the movie is the technology that they use to create the oasis. The CPU processing processing power is returned off of the consoles that are plugged in. So they use they use spare CPU cycles on people's consoles to so there's never any lag or any problem, which obviously is kind of far fetched. But if you think of like a torrenting thing where multiple people share portion of the file and then people can download little portions they've in the book they kind of reveal that, that that's how the processing power works is they steal cpu cycles from everybody that's jacked in for everything so you could just be sitting in the oasis watching a movie and people are stealing all of your spare cpu cycles because all you're that's doing really is cool. watching a movie so
0: it's kind of cool and you probably agree to that and you don't care because it doesn't degrade your service
1: yeah as long as you're all you're doing is watching a movie you know but if you're in a, PVV, a pvp zone where you're <clears throat> where you're fighting in combat or playing a game maybe you need more cpu cycles than you can give up and so it's just like
0: virtualization and it is
1: you take it from somebody else so
0: so you're saying that based on that premise that you wouldn't need a data center, but we're not there, so, so no, we so need to start with that?
1: There is a data center. So the company, GSM, is the person who owns the Oasis, and they have data center, and their basic, their revenue is built by transportation, advertising, blah, blah, blah. But So they, there is a data center, but they use they don't use it solely for processing power. they still processing power from everybody.
0: So if I make the Back to the Future land... I don't make any money.
1: Well, no. So, real estate or space within inside of the Oasis is sold too. So, there's a portion in the book where he he builds a stronghold on an asteroid, which I don't think happens in the movie either, right? Do you remember? So he builds a he builds a stronghold on an asteroid. Who's and, he? Uh, the main character. Oh, Parzival. Okay. And so he has to pay a monthly. But he built the asteroid himself. He coded it all himself. So, but he has to pay a monthly fee for that real estate, virtual real estate. But the funny thing is, is like on his stronghold, um, like one of his chat rooms that he works out of, he's recreated as the Family Ties living room from the Family Ties series. That's funny. So how cool would that be? To be like, you know what? Like, I really want. I really want my house to be the Osiris or I mean from the, the Nebuchadnezzar from the matrix and that's the ship I want to fly around in. And so
3: that's what you'd pick for your, your little chat room is the Nebuchadnezzar. No,
1: as my spaceship that I fly around on.
3: Oh, uh-huh. like, cause the inside of the
0: Nebuchadnezzar is freaking well, ugly, but <laughs> what would you pick to fly around on John? Uh, the ship or the internals, the ship. Oh man, that is tough. I really like the X wing but that's pretty small. You can't Can, have enough people in the X-wing. So, Millennium
3: Falcon all the way.
1: Okay, so that's the that's the two things they have: fighters or transportation. So like oh, he drives. Gotcha. He drives like a, a Delorean, a flying Delorean, which is his transportation. And then there's people in the book that have X-wing fighters and a bunch of other stuff. But then they have like things that travel through space, like starships or. I guess, transportation to it. So you could have the Millennium Falcon or you could have the Nebuchadnezzar or you could have the Enterprise or, you know.
3: Ooh, the Enterprise, that'd be a good one. That'd be big. The Enterprise you know, lots is cool of space um, Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah, I want a Star Destroyer. Yeah, and then those ships cost a, cool a lot of money too. I don't need to carry that many What would your chat though. room look
2: like? Oh,
3: dang, my chat You'd room. have the Friends apartment, wouldn't you? No, I didn't watch it. You'd friends. totally have the Friends apartment. Seinfeld's apartment?
0: No, I do not watch film.
1: <laughs> Mine would be The Office Office. The Office Office.
3: <laughs> yeah. There's not much comfy furniture in The Office no. Office, though. Well, to, you could put, put whatever you want in there, in there, too. Yeah. Your... No, you have to do it exactly like it looks in the show. Well,
1: in the conference room, I would put some comfy stuff. I think I, can, I might it has do... To be
3: exactly the same.
1: I think I
0: might do the Home it, Alone. I can,
3: I'm building it. I can have it however I want. I think I might do the Home Alone house. Uh... I would do the Brady Bunch house. I, sorry, yeah, I'm, not old enough, I'm
0: not old enough to remember what that looked like.
3: <laughs> oh, and by the way, it's virtual
1: reality, so anything's—you com- don't feel comfort when you sit down in the chair in the office.
0: If you have a haptic suit that's molded to your body, you do. I wouldn't get very much done if I had a haptic suit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That—that's one thing they cover in the—he covers in the book that he doesn't cover in the movies—is. uh so he's kind of dating the other character Artemis online and then they kind of break up. And so then he feels lonely. And so then he dives into a, a virtual, virtual reality relationships. relationships and he orders a, a virtual, it's, I guess it's a, it's a, a doll, a sexual doll that he, he uses. Um, it doesn't go into detail, but, he orders it in real life so that when he's getting it on in virtual reality it's it's true that's to hilarious. life so yeah it goes it kind of dives into this whole section about how messed up in the head he is how how far from reality he's really gone, and that's one thing he covers because he's got all kinds of money from winning this contest, and so
3: so that's the other problem right if if you could make this happen, how many people? Just get sucked into this and never want to ever leave or have a real life
0: who cares? Or do anything. Who cares? As long as they pay their bills, who cares? So How are they, they going to pay their bills? As long as they do, who cares?
1: Well, they make money. You can also make money inside the... That's true. Just America. like
0: World of Warcraft people sell their accounts for thousands of dollars. You know, you can make money. But who cares?
1: So in the book, there's a section of time where he goes six months without going outside. So wow. he has all of his food delivered. He does not go outside.
0: How does he take a dump?
1: I didn't say he didn't go to the bathroom. I, I said know. he doesn't go outside. I know you didn't say that. I was just wondering, how does he take a dump? How do you? I at squat. Well, when he it's time for him to go, I'm sure he disconnects from the oasis and goes to the bathroom. Do you he think he disconnects? has a virtual bathroom?
3: I don't think he disconnects. He just walks over to the virtual bathroom and
0: Maybe. I don't know. While he's imagining himself, he's Actually doing it. Wouldn't it be funny if you could make your pee do cool stuff in VR? Like you're peeing and it's like making it rain or something. And then
1: you take <laughs> off your haptic visor and you <laughs> pee all over your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool.
0: as you have to clean it up, right?
3: People have to
0: clean. So if I was gonna, if I was gonna do this uh, VR thing. One of the inventions that I want to exist today, because it's disgusting, but but whatever, is a pee sucker. So when you walk up to the urinal, the pee sucker activates. Do not get stuck in there. It's not for anything other than sucking That's in pee. flushing the toilet, dude. No. So you could like pee at a 90 degree angle and this vacuum will still suck your pee drops into the into the urinal. And, and Why don't you just pee in the urinal? Because people freaking suck at it. And I'm telling you, I don't know if it's old people or young people or both, but somebody's dripping all over the dang floor. <laughs> and it's disgusting. <laughs> so You just got to tap a couple times. I know what you have to do. I don't have a problem with it. It's when I walk into the bathroom and it's a problem. So... In VR, if if you, you could have a VR station where you walk up to it and you don't have to worry about it getting everywhere because it's a vacuum and it just sucks it all up.
1: So you basically want a space toilet in your bathroom.
0: Yeah. But it would be in in real life so that you wouldn't make a mess in VR. So
1: what you want is a space toilet, a, shu- a toilet from the space shuttle. Yeah. Do they already have that?
0: Yeah. That's freaking That's cool like as It's vacuum.
1: It. There's no vacuum or there's no gravity, so they have to vacuum it in. But here I got I got a solution for you, and it's okay. cheap. <clears throat> this is a little bit off topic.
0: Just pee outside.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> well that too. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> uh, they have this thing. It's called the gator waiter.
0: In the book.
1: No, this is real life. Oh. So guys who fly fish, they wear waiters. They go out in the lake. They don't want to paddle back, so they sell this thing. It's called the gator waiter. So it's a sleeve that goes over your Johnson with a tube that goes into a bladder that you put down your and strap to your leg so that when you're out fishing, you don't have to worry about paddling back to shore and taking your waders off. You just ah, let it go. So just cut the tube, and then you could just put that right in the bowl.
0: You could do that, and that would work. No mess.
1: All right. You build the prototype, and then we'll use it as a topic on the show.
0: Huh. Yeah, you test it first. All right, so we've talked about poop, pee, um, and I don't know why some some sexual release involved some sexual it's relief. It's
3: always going to come down to poop and pee with John. Some sexual relief and then food. So we've talked about the basic needs. There's one subject that <laughs> I'm waiting for to come up that he hasn't addressed yet, but I'm sure it will. So, eventually appear. So in the,
1: the
0: destiny,
3: no. So in <laughs> the well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to see if it happens in the it's book, which happen.
1: I don't think happens in the movie. Uh, he also has this device that's like a smell generator, uh-huh. and so when he's traversing the oasis, if he go, if he's, like, he walks by a pizza place. He'll smell, they've coded smell into the pizza joint. So as he walks by, this generator smells his apartment like pizza. And so he smells it in real life. So then he's like, oh, I want a piece of pizza. So he goes into this pizza place and he orders a piece of pizza and they grub hub it to his apartment. So within a couple of minutes, they've already deducted tip everything. He's made the whole... Transaction in virtual reality. He waits for his door to ring and he gets his pizza. Pizza.
3: Now they don't eat it for him. Nope. Wow. So Sockers.
0: So would he have to lift his headset up to see the pizza guy?
1: Well, it's at his front door, so I'm assuming you would probably have to go interact with the pizza guy.
3: Did you He's also? Probably a drone did There's you no also pizza guys.
0: It's maybe a drone, a drone okay. So
1: somehow the pizza ends up at his house and then he eats it
0: did you also notice in the show that they were kind of inconsistent with how you enter and exit the oasis because if you had a headset on and you just lift it up you're out of the oasis it's you're out you know what i mean so in the
1: book <coughs> so in the book the oasis headsets are retina reliant so they, if they can't see your retina then what happens is your avatar stays in place for 60 seconds and then you auto log out so and i guess i guess you can set it a couple of different ways so in a in a combat zone you have to wait that 60 seconds so you can't just log out and get away from somebody killing you uh-huh. in a non pvp zone when when you pull it off it auto logs out huh. so that's addressed in the book but not in the movie
0: okay <coughs> So that's kind of annoying though, because here he gets his pizza. He has to see the pizza guy unless he doesn't take his visor off. Logs him out. I mean, is login pretty quick? I would guess. It sounds like it is. So it's not Windows?
1: No. <laughs> and um you know, you could probably turn your auto log on off. But like you can't play under my avatar because it's retinal retinal reliant, so you can't share you can't share a single it's character. It's like a fingerprint. It's yeah. like
0: biometrics. Yep. Hmm. What if
3: you faked it?
1: I guess you could shouldn't fake it. I guess you could hack it in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how you're gonna put somebody else's eyeballs in front of your head and be able to see. Didn't you see minority report? I did. Just saying. I don't know. They didn't cover did they didn't cover black market eye transplants <laughs> in, in the movie. They probably
3: should have.
1: I like Minority Report a lot. So, how far off do you think we are? Do you think we're close?
0: I think we're really close. I. Five G. S- Apple's really, really invested in AR. I think five G is the key. And VR. I think they're going to compete with each other and this competition's just escalating the speed at which they deploy. I just said AR. Oh. Apple's working really hard on AR. Oh, right. I thought you said VR. And they're in a big AR consortium or whatever. And so... I think them fighting with VR is is propelling both of them really fast and each iPhone that's so come out. When you're with,
1: saying AR, are you meaning AI? No, no augmented, augmented reality. So, so like
3: you put on a pair of
1: Pokemon. glasses
3: and it puts Pokemon Go. Okay. You, I, you I still see the real world, but you see oh, yeah, stuff I, on top of it. I
1: know thing. what it is. I just okay. wondered if if that's what you were talking about.
3: Yeah. I was just ex- I knew you knew okay. I was explaining for Anyone any else. listener that sure. might not know. Okay. So yeah, good idea.
0: Yeah. So, so this augmented reality fighting the virtual reality, which is fully immersive you, your, all of your senses, or at least your, your eyeball senses, your vision is all immersed in this thing. Whereas with augmented reality, it's not You're you still can see the real world around you. And with a device, you can see more. So anyway, those two fighting, I think, is propelling both of them at lightning speeds. And what I was saying about the iPhone is that they specifically have designed the hardware for the iPhone and the new iPads to leverage AR. So (laughs) as that continues, because to me, that's the new camera phone, is how well your device does AR or VR. Um, As that happens... Eventually, I wouldn't be surprised to see a device as simple as these goggles you're talking about, and a 25 cent entry fee.
3: I think it all comes down to bandwidth, and I, I mean, think five G might be the the key to really jumpstart this because it's going to take a lot of information to do it right, and you're going to have to have a pipeline. I mean, I guess if you're at home and you want to do this, that's different. But if you want AR out on the street, you're going to have to have some good. Um, I don't. Fast I don't. Internet. Not AR, VR.
1: I don't think Probably. that the five G is going to solve this problem because or there's no cell towers close enough to my house that's going to fix the five G problem. Well, that's problem. what I'm talking
3: about. When they get when five G becomes ubiquitous everywhere, right? You Why do we need five like G?
1: So it's supposed to fix a lot. So like right now, I'm stuck with my bandwidth. Like my, I, I got, I got, you know, five or I've got five gigahertz.
0: On what? Your phone or your router? No, I'm On talking
1: your... about at my home, at my house. I've got my my in home network is way faster than my pipe going out to the internet, uh-huh. and I can't I can't get any faster. So the infrastructure in my neighborhood doesn't support anything faster. Um, And there aren't any cell phone towers that would help me with 5G close enough because, believe it or not, 5G sounds great, but you have to be within sort of a – there's a distance limit. So, you know, you got to build out that mesh network. And the way to build out that mesh network is to put participants in it, which would be to put household 5G that people could roam between – but the problem is is there's no background infrastructure to support a lot of that. So
3: I'm it, not saying it's gonna happen today, but I think that once the the bandwidth the internet bandwidth becomes basically unlimited anywhere you go that's when you start seeing these <laughs> leaps in these technologies
0: i don't think that bandwidth's the issue honestly i i think with all totally of our, the issue with all of our video gaming as it is all of my destiny stuff is processed at my house so all it's sending is little little packet changes it sends l- quite a bit of data though it doesn't use that much it does it's You'd not be as much as
3: a 4k video yeah, but it
1: isn't.
0: You're not
3: going to get that processing power out of a pair of goggles that you wear on your head. It's going to have to well, no, be no, processed no. at a
0: server and downloaded to your goggles or a console. Either way, the the transfer of the data doesn't need to be the data processing.
1: Okay, so a couple things that happen in and this is why I think we're really far off. One is one single person that wanted to give this experience to everybody at a minimal or no cost traded the Oasis, which I don't think is going to happen because every time something cool comes around, like Oculus, I think Oculus was on an awesome path. And then what happened? Got bought up and then They got bought up by who? The world's biggest in-your-face spam company in the world, Facebook. Oh, that's right. Let's cram as many advertisements down your throat as we can that don't relate to you and, and only give you traffic that we think you want because we want to immerse you in an environment that allows us to make money so that's the thing i think is not going to happen is is i think these big companies that are just in it to steal as much money in ad revenue are going to get involved and that's not going to happen so i think i think that's kind of a big thing is you got to have something the second part of that is they created an os that was specific to the oasis so you had your own os and that was given out for free also So all of these consoles and everything shared a single OS that was given out for free. Well, we know that's not going to happen because...
3: Why not, though? I mean, if you look at it and you think, how did the Oasis get so big in the book, right? It's because it was given out free, but then it turned into a a bazillion-dollar thing. If there's someone out there who's smart and and has some money that they can sink into it uh, initially, they could end up making a bazillion dollars out of this if someone's willing to try that. Obviously in the book he did it because he didn't have the you know, the money at as at his motivator, but someone with money as a motivator could still do the same thing and make a buttload.
1: So look at look I mean I guess a Linux OS. I mean you can still download a Linux OS which is free, but you look at like an Apple OS, you got to buy really expensive hardware and you're not taking that Apple OS anywhere else. Uh, you can have a Microsoft OS, which is virtually almost free. I guess you buy it with your hardware, the hardware's cheap. The problem there is it kind of sucks. So, and you know, you want to go to the next version, you're either going to have to upgrade. So the OS isn't free either. And then you took, you take a look at Linux. Um there's no standard platform, it's all open source, and it's pretty hard to to for the average user to kind of do Linux type stuff. Uh people that are, I guess, really computer savvy do better on Linux, but like I know they tried to sell PCs with Win Linux or whatever it was a while ago, and they all just tanked. Yeah, and there's so,
3: plenty of freeware out there that people do develop and put their time into and just give away.
0: It's never any good. True. But uh, what happens
1: what happens when it starts getting good?
0: They're going to monetize
1: they it. They get bought by Facebook. They, they get say, bought I by I still
3: think even someone Minecraft. with an initial load of money could go in and say, "Hey, develop a virtual reality operating system for me." Why yeah, can't they, they pay someone they to could. do that? You, what's your
0: point? Where are you going?
3: Why can't they say, hey, I want to build a million, uh, 300 million things, units, and give them to everybody free? They could
0: do that. It's expensive, and they'd have to That's want to saying. drop that cash and lose it.
3: But eventually, you'd make it all back in spades.
0: And if they had it and wanted to wait for that investment to pay off, they could. They haven't. That hasn't no, they been haven't, but... It could happen. Yes, it could. That's true. Someone
3: could decide to do that. Someone like an Elon Musk could decide, hey, I'm going to do that.
1: So I think the closest thing that we have probably to a VR with future potential, I'm going to say is the Sony PlayStation. Because you buy a Sony PlayStation, you buy their VR, and you're kind of in this you know, like we're trying to build that environment built around a game console, built around a gaming environment. I think with Facebook stealing or buying Oculus, I think they look at it as an app type purchase and then how can we monetize on top of something that somebody's already buying.
3: That's Facebook for sure. That's what they're up to.
1: I kind of thought that maybe Google would get there too with some kind of... good google glass or something like that um i know google kind of a an ad kind of pusher too, but i don't feel like they're as bad as facebook i like google's ads a little bit better than i like facebook ads i feel like facebook directs me towards content well when i used facebook directs me toward content where they feel like they're gonna make money
0: where are you even seeing google ads
1: I have ad blockers so I'm not seeing them at all
0: <laughs> I mean on a search engine because you don't look through a search engine like you do on Facebook well you're Google right. sucks at ads aka YouTube I get the same stupid pointless waste of time ad and I have literally for a month it's the same ad it never changes I hate it
1: true so I mean that's one monetization platform but A lot of these ads that you'll see just on a normal site when you're going someplace, when you're visiting a site has been, I mean, proprietary, not proprietary, predominantly, originally was Facebook ads, or I mean, Google ads, Google AdSense. You would pay for a Google AdSense site. You'd put the API or the code in your web page and they would change the ads. So, um, you know, and now there's a lot of companies that do that, but that's where I think... It wasn't, it wasn't driving you towards content. It was putting ads on content that you searched out yourself. I feel like with Facebook, um, and that's one of the reasons why I really kind of had Just no problem getting rid of my Facebook account is because I felt like every time I logged on, it only showed me stuff that, that thought I would care about, which I didn't. I don't know how it built that connection between, but I'd have to go search out something if I wanted to see it. And then how come I don't see it? Like, I'm interested in this. I keep searching it out. Why don't you direct me towards that? Well, it's because that person isn't posting anything that's going to get any red, rabbit, or ad revenue. revenue. Yeah. Instead, it's pointing me to people that are sharing content that they are finding on Facebook instead of pointing me to content where people are sharing their own lives, which drives me crazy.
3: All I know is that whenever I look up a product in Amazon, <coughs> suddenly in Facebook, I see a bazillion ads for that, that product. Crazy?
1: Yeah. Gotta love same, same thing with Google. They same thing with the, Google. If you're using a Chrome browser, you're going to get data mined. And then you want to know what happens? Then it shows up in your Instagram feed because you, you know, so like it, it starts spreading everywhere, not just Facebook. but.
0: So yeah. you're telling me my, my foot fetish is something I shouldn't be searching That's why for. you
3: get all those sock ads.
0: No, you don't put socks on them.
3: You guys have,
1: you keep, have, you keep them naked. Don't you have a sweet gear router? Yeah. Does it have OpenDNS on it? Or, yeah, OpenDNS? I don't know. You can enable it and then you can go into OpenDNS and block ads. Boom. Hmm.
3: Suckers. Yeah, but what about mic. all the sites that say, hey, you're running an ad blocker? We're not going to let you go on our site unless you disable it.
1: Um, That's annoying. Google, or I mean, Umbrella or OpenDNS. You don't see a lot of those.
0: Why is that? How do they get around because that? Because
1: they do it on a DNS level. They don't do it on a page load level. Oh. So they don't resolve the DNS. Oh, interesting. So mm. the I'll page the out. page doesn't know that you haven't loaded the ad. Yeah, it just it doesn't load because there's no DNS return on it.
0: So That hmm. is cool. It is cool. It's one of the nice things about having a network <laughs> genius. On the uh-huh. podcast, it is. If only we had a genius in other areas, like how to become a millionaire. We need one of those. If we had a genius,
1: yeah, we if we had a genius programmer.
3: <laughs> yeah, we need one of those. That too. could program
1: the Oasis for us. That'd
3: be cool. I'm trying to think. It's what, not me. What genius yeah. I provide to the the podcast? And You're I'm the not pro- coming up with any You're
1: the programmer.
0: Mm. Oh, the, yeah, you're I'm about the network.
1: Me. I'm the network guy. You're the programmer. John's the comedy. Mm. He's the entertainment.
0: Oh. I'm the clown.
3: <laughs> so I've John's just, the uh, useful uh, one uh, of the three I've of us. <laughs> totally <dog>. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: yeah, I. Uh, I mean, if if you mean that soon is <clears throat> less than ten years, I probably agree that it's not soon. But I kind of feel like soon is in the next ten to twenty years. And I I totally think that it's feasible. So in the As long as we don't freaking blow up the earth in some kind of pissed off nuclear global war or something.
3: Twenty years from now, instead of sitting around this table, we'll just get on our at home and put on our virtual thing and come to virtual work and sit around the virtual table recording the virtual podcast.
1: Maybe. So in the book <coughs> and in the movie the time period for Ready Player 1 is only like 50 years in the future now, right? Wasn't it's like 2020
3: like 20, late 2040s or something or is it later than that?
1: Maybe maybe it is. Maybe it's only 20 years away.
0: I I could see that. I I'm not totally opposed to that idea as long as we can continue to have peace and prosperity because if you throw in a war, you know, of any kind of scale um, that would really stifle innovation and mm-hmm. growth. I think it's
3: funny how some of these movies and books, uh, you go back in time, you know, and they project project forward twenty years, and and the world's just yeah twenty forty four, like super technology technological. <laughs> Doesn't Back
0: to the Future do that? Yeah.
3: So Back <laughs> yeah. to the Future, right? So that just the date that he comes to. I don't remember what's the date he comes to.
1: November fifth, nineteen seventeen, or something like that. Thirty years in the future,
3: anyway. Nineteen eighty five. It's amazing how just completely wrong they are about these things. You know, the technology is not anywhere close to what they predict it to be in these flying cars, hoverboards. Exactly. Okay,
1: so in Ready Player One, though, we're talking twenty six years in the future, right? From now, because it's 2044.
3: 25. But who's counting?
1: You are okay counter. <laughs> so, anyways, like they're still living in trailer houses. There is well, fossil they fuel don't problems need houses anymore because they just go in. The Nobody has reality. cars. They're still fixated on the eighties. I mean, to the me, 80s were awesome. I mean, to me, they're really. I mean, I could see us being in that spot in twenty
0: five years. I think I could too. Again. Barring some kind of crazy war.
1: So to blow your mind even worse, neither one of you have done our, uh, Armada, right? It was just kind of a, a book that he wrote after Ready Player One. Did either one of you guys do Armada? No.
0: no. Did, when you say do it, do you mean read it?
3: Read
1: it I or... Because have they it. haven't made a movie.
3: <coughs> so is it, just is to it c- a sequel or is it entirely
1: different? No, it's a totally different, but it's kind of on the same premises. So basically... Just imagine if you, all of your Destiny play was training you for real-life combat.
3: That's Ender's game, dude.
1: Well, it's kind of like Ender's game, I guess, then.
0: It's not like Ender's game, though, because Ender's game is strategy combat. He, Ender never actually does any fighting. He's a commander. Do, so you, do you mean in Armada that you that's are like the last Starfighter, then. So maybe. Maybe. I don't know if I've seen that one. Is that like five thousand years old? So <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty old.
1: In Armada, it's not a character you're playing. You're basically playing a, a space drone. So when you are logged into your Xbox playing Armada, you're commanding a an X-wing fighter. Let's just say, um, and so you're flying this. You're flying this ship and completing missions and blowing stuff up and they have these big events where people all log in at the same time and they try to complete this big event. Well, in the real life, it's really happening in space and you're drone that, operating. That does sound
0: like Ender's game.
1: You're drone operating. Uh, but it, there's a whole nother big storyline to it. So, which I'm not going to release, check it but it's really good. I like it too.
0: Interesting.
1: So, all so of, just imagine if all your destiny play was really like you're controlling a robot someplace else. I'd be heartbroken fighting a real war. Because I've
0: ended a lot of lives. I've
3: I've jumped off a lot of cliffs. (laughs) I've pushed John off several cliffs. Yeah, you jerk. Who the heck? (laughs) (laughs) But you've never seen The Last Starfighter? I think I have. I did. It's been years. It's a long time ago, too. It's about this kid who's really good at video games. And so he beats the high score on this video game, and aliens come down and say, well, the video game was really just training For you to go be a a starfighter in our in our war, so he gets sucked up by the aliens and takes him to outer space. Have you seen Flight of the Navigator? He becomes a starfighter. No, really? It's a Disney.
1: Okay, but wait, Uh why we're why we're gonna jump into Flight of the Navigator? It wasn't a movie that lasted the tales or the. What do they say? Something it doesn't like hold t- up. It doesn't hold up to the time. Like Flight the last and Starfighter doesn't. doesn't. No, like it was great when I was a kid. I would have watched that movie hundred times. But now I tried to watch it with my kids, and I was like, "What the crap is this? This is horrible." It was so bad. Some
0: of those old movies are a little rough. We're yeah. we're actually kind of spoiled. We're used to. So this is true for video games too. Uh, and the and this is why I don't like Minecraft. In the old days, you know, if you ever played 007, to melee another character, you would go, <laughs> and I'm making this like totally Minecraft chopping. style. You're doing the motion.
1: the Atlanta Braves chopping motion. Yeah.
0: And and nowadays, I mean, with the way that they've got graphics, it's so visual. You can really see the whole movement, and so. I find that the plot lines of the movies are typically okay, but man, the visuals are just so painful. They're 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 like watching Minecraft. I can't do it. I pay yeah. I pay a lot of money to not deal with Minecraft anymore. It's like Mario. However, Mario sixty four I'd still play. That's a lot of fun. We can't
1: even do another video game topic. We're already way over no. time.
3: Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right, we better uh, wrap it up. You have anything? Any final thoughts on your AR world? No,
1: I don't know if we ever really got to a point more What's than just your, had a discussion I about it. Think it'd it.
3: be cool. What is your uh, your username going to be? Um,
1: I don't know.
0: Would you be a dude or a chick in the virtual world, or would you be non-binary?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'll probably still be a dude.
3: Would you just be a person or would you be like a giant orc dude? Or a, <laughs> I'm just going
1: to be a guy. I'm not going to be uh, whatever.
3: Hmm, I'm not sure. I like the guy in the movie with the hole in his stomach. I'd be him.
1: I definitely I, want to keep myself anonymous. That's why I'm not telling anybody my new
3: my uh, name. So, so they can't look you up so, 15 years from now and go back to the podcast and see. Oh.
0: So I did one of my characters in Destiny as a dude. And I got sick of staring at my dude's face. <laughs> so after Jonah my deleted my dude's my dude, I made it a chick, and I'm much happier. <laughs> but in virtual reality, where I don't think you really ever see your character, I'd pr- I'm not sure that I would care as much. What well, if you fir- walk by a mirror?
1: The first time I ever played with uh, Brody. Doesn't Brody have a, a female character, too?
3: Mm, I don't know. He might.
1: Somebody, Somebody's kid or somebody has a female character. And the first time I was like, who's this girl playing with? And then they started talking. and I was like,
0: oh, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> they just they made their <laughs> character a girl. <laughs> it's funny. It
3: is funny.
1: I only have one character and he's a robot.
0: I do think it'd be cool to talk about. You
1: can have
3: a girl robot, by the way.
0: What you, your avatar would look like. Because we talked about ships and stuff. But we don't have to do that today no, for a long we'll, time. Maybe we'll save that. Yeah. All right.
3: So that's our episode. This week, thanks for tuning in Um,
0: for John. Stinky, stinky, poop, poop.
1: (laughs) You Just make this podcast go downhill (laughs) every
3: week. And Dustin. John is a doofus. I'm Scott. We're out. May the force be with you. John, I'm disappointed.
0: Swirly, swirly round it goes.
3: <laughs> I kept expecting you to bring up farts, and you never did. So oh,
0: I didn't even think of that. You
3: missed the uh, I did. holy, you. unholy the holy hand so trio. The,
0: the holy hand grenade?
1: That would be funny if you farted in the real world, and then everybody in the virtual reality world smelled it.
0: Oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> Oh, man. Or if you farted in the VR, but that little scent maker thing, like totally. That's what I'm
1: saying. Everybody else smells it.
0: No, 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 no. You fart in VR, not in the real world. And the scent thing, oh, you're saying, I see, for the other people. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha.
1: Or every time you fart, it detects and it puts a little green cloud coming out of your butt on the. Dude, that
0: would be fart shaming big time. That would be funny. Yeah.